Thanks for checking in on this podcast. You are about to hear an inspirational teaching from Caris Ministries. If God has used this ministry to bless you in any way, please take a moment and write to us at amenatcaris.org. We are always inspired and blessed to hear how God is blessing people all over the world through what he is doing here at Caris. Also, if you would like to support this ministry financially, you can do so online at caris.org so we can continue making podcasts such as this available free of charge. Father, speak your word to us. Change our situations and conditions in Jesus' name. Amen. If you have your Bible, can you please turn to Mark? Mark chapter 11. This is a story where Jesus and his disciples were coming from Bethany, or Jerusalem to Bethany, or Bethany to Jerusalem. And Mark chapter 11 and verse 11 particularly. And Jesus entered into Jerusalem and into the temple. And when he had looked around about upon all things, and now the even tide was come, he went out onto Bethany with the twelve. So on his way to Bethany, verse 12, on On the next day, so Jesus went to Bethany and then they returned to Jerusalem. So on the next day, the morrow, when they were come from Bethany, he was hungry. And he saw a fig tree. And seeing a fig tree afar off, having leaves, he came. If happily, he might find anything thereon. And when he came to it, he found nothing but leaves. You know how sometimes the end of the month has come and you check your account? (laughs) Because at least you know you've done some overtime. You check your account. You see, you find nothing but leaves. (laughs) They say you did so well in the interview. You hear from this evening. You definitely, oh, you did well. I think you are the best candidate. We don't even have to interview the others. I'll call you back this week. They call you, say, oh, you know what? There was, am I? <laughs> you feel like banging the phone on them. Loose. The same thing happened to Jesus. He saw the fig tree afar off. And he saw that he had leaves. So that was suggesting that, oh, there must, fr- there must be fruits. But he didn't realize that the hair he saw was not real hair. It was wig. What is this? He was just trying to pass his hand around the hair, only to realize that the hair was falling. Sliding, it was sliding. <laughs> Sister, just now, no one knows that we all believe it's yours. After all, it's yours. You paid for it, you paid for a lot of money for it. But how many of you have got approached the tree 
thinking it had fruits, only to find out that it's leaves. Before. You saw from afar off that this one is good for me. You went to it only to realize that it was. Sometimes you are expecting a good news. You are, you, I mean, you know it's already happened. Yeah, it's a done deal. I need to realize that it's April Fool. <laughs> so, okay. You are not the only one. In the, Jesus, it happened to Jesus. But I want, see, we have to find out how he did his own. Because the tree was giving fake promises. Fake promises. They look at Jesus. He said, no, come, I'll give you something to eat. Come. And Jesus moved, is far off, so he moved towards the tree. He should have concentrated on his journey. Not that, not that Jesus Christ didn't know. But he was teaching us that when things are not the way they should and they're trying to stay in your way, there is a way you can deal with them. Some of you knew that last year was your year to be married. And guess what? This year you are still not married. Leaves. So, so what happened? Then, Bible said, for it was not yet time. Then verse 14 says, then Jesus answered. What, what did Jesus do? What did he do? What did he do? That tells you that tree was speaking to him. Tree was speaking to him. You don't have to be quiet. You have to learn how to speak back. Speak back. Last Friday, not this Friday, the other Friday, on the 8th of April, I was in prayer. And the Lord showed me how there has been a satanic arsenal released to frustrate people who want to push in God. Some of you have already started see, feeling it and seeing it. Things are suddenly taking funny turn. And you are now beginning to question, am I, should I actually pursue, continue, or I should find a different route? It's a satanic ploy. Some of you suddenly... Things have just turned against you in such an unreasonable way you just can't explain it. So God showed me how things from satanic quarters, from the riches of the underworld, things have been programmed to harass and frustrate, to attack. And then when he spoke to me, he said, but go teach my people how to reign over it. Last week, not this past week, the other one. How did Jesus deal with it? Listen, it doesn't matter how tough the situation is in your life. You can deal with it. You, the, 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 the young lady didn't call K-group leader even. Is good. Most of the testimony people didn't say, and I call pastor, and I call pastor. There are some pastors in town to, to make themselves feel good, f- useful, 
Feel relevant. Everything is there. You have to call your pastor to pray for me. You even bought your house. He said, if I haven't prayed over the house, you don't go and live in the house. You have bought the car. If I haven't prayed over my, my sister, just pray over it yourself and start driving the car. None of these guys called. Pastor, I didn't They went to K group. K group prayed, matters were settled. Some of it within 24 hours. One of the sisters, she said, three, 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 three prayer topics were all answered in 24 hours. K group. You, the lady, the young lady, Mama Grace, 73 years old. She went, she saw this man. She, she said, I'll pray for you. Pull out oil. Pray for the man. The man said, well, hey. A little one of you. And a small one. A mighty nation. She prays and it's working. Listen, I, God has given me the, the mandate to deliver into your hands. How to reign in life with sweatlessly. Jesus saw the fig tree. Systems, according to the season, season, it's okay if the fig tree doesn't give uh, fruit. According to the season. The Bible said, for it was not yet a time. But Jesus said, I came expecting because you gave me the impression there's something here for me. And the tree was speaking to Jesus that I dare you, you won't get anything. I dare you, you won't get. And the tree had justification, seasonal justification. But Jesus said, but Jesus, put you on the screen, please. And Jesus answered and said to the tree, no man eat fruit of thee hereafter forever. In other words, you will not bear fruit again. He answered, he spoke back to the tree. You must learn how to speak to situations. Spoke back to the tree and his disciples heard him. Jump to verse 17. Verse 18, verse 19. And verse 19 says, and when even was come, I'm reading from King James Version. Interesting phraseology, isn't it? When even was come. I like that kind of, in, in other words, in the evening. Yes. Okay. <laughs> That's a very nice one. And, and verse 19, and when evening was come, he went out of the city. And in the morning, as they passed by, the disciples saw the fig tree dried up from the roots. You know what I saw? Not dried up to the roots. It started from the, as soon as Jesus spoke, the thing started from the roots. So it caught up later with the leaves. It didn't start drying outside, then it affected the roots. The roots dried and then it started, it started affecting what you see. So when you speak, it begins to change things in the unseen world. Before you see it, it has started happening. Listen, listen, listen. Some of you, before you you do that scan again or that blood test again, the healing has taken place before you go and do it. Are you getting what I'm saying? You go to verify. But healing has taken place. 
before you stop feeling the pain in your body, the healing has already taken place. Shut up, I am blessed. So, it has dried up from the roots. And the disciples, Peter, the next verse says that, and Peter, calling to remembrance, said unto Jesus, Master, look, the fig tree which you cursed, okay, cursedest, okay, bye. <laughs> That's nice English. The fig tree which thou cursedest is withered away. Away. Peter was amazed. Because, do you know why he was amazed? I mean, common sense tells you, it doesn't happen like that. 24 hours, no chance. I like that. It does not just happen like that. So how did it happen? See, what the normal mind processes is below the technology and the realm of God. So, in our normal education, we are taught how things work physically. Yeah. We are not taught how things work supernaturally and spiritually. And so, most of us are employing just physical means to solve the situations. Sometimes, it, just, it will just require one or two physical means. But at that times, it will require some spiritual intensity. That lady said that, I want to marry, yeah. but I didn't have money to marry. Wow. And then when it was built me a house... When we are, we are giving money for the church building, the little I have, I came and gave it. And I felt it. Didn't God meet her? Didn't God answer her? Gave her, not immediately, but some way, somehow. Gave her a better job with a better pay, went to marry without cost. Without cost. And some of you have spent a lot of money polishing, making up, gymming up, I mean, doing all kinds of things, thinking that that is what will, I'm telling you, thinking that that is what will guarantee your future. Your future is not in the physical things you are just doing. I'm talking to people whose future, there's something that is trying to arrest and hijack your future. And it will take the power of God. Shout power. power. Jesus, Peter said, Jesus, the victory you curse is withered away. What did Jesus say? Let's all read it. One more time. One more time. One more time. And Jesus. One more time. One more time. One more time. Why did he use answering? Because Peter says something. You don't just answer. You answer when a question has been asked or something has been said. So the fig tree spoke. And Jesus answered. And so this one to Peter also spoke. Jesus answered and said unto him. Let's go. Let's read it. And... What is the master key? Faith in God. What is the master key? Faith in God. 
Jesus said, Peter said, how, how? He said, have faith in God. Tell someone, have faith in God. Tell the person, don't be too fearful. Don't be too insecure. Have faith in God. Shake the person on the shoulder somewhere and tell the person, have faith in God. submit to you that challenges in life will not cease. You remember how you got good news a few weeks ago, a few months ago. Already now you are faced with another something that you need, another good news. Tomorrow you need another good news. That is why they just shall live by faith. If you want God to be behind your victory, then your faith is essential or imperative. If you want God to be behind your testimony, then your faith, engaging your faith, is a must. You have to. You have to. Don't cry the way everyone is crying. There must be a difference in approach. And that is what will determine the difference in the results. When they hear bad news, the way they react, should it be the way you react, a woman or a man of faith, when you hear bad news? Sometimes the thing can hit you, you begin to try and cry, but you know what? Shake, shake it off yourself. What did Jesus say? Have faith in God. Some of us, life is throwing major questions at you. And you don't have the answer. You don't need to have the answer. All you need to have is one, faith in God. Oh, Lord, have mercy on me. Someone shout faith. Then Jesus went on. This is not the message I wanted to preach, but it ties the same thing. Because God spoke to me, teach the people to speak. So that's all I want to speak. But my preparation is not this one. But this is okay for you. Now, Jesus, the next verse, 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 verse 23. What's the first word there? Four. I don't hear you. Four. I can't hear you. Four. The first hundred people who shout the for ladder, you'll get your miracle. <laughs> Why should you have faith in God? Four. That means that this is how faith works. For verily I say unto you, you shall be great, you will be lifted. (laughs) It shall be well with you. It shall be well with you. It shall be well with you. I said it shall be well with you. In the mighty name of Jesus. For verily I say to you, you don't need to be a pastor. You don't need to be a priest. You don't need to be... 20 years in the Lord. You don't need to be five years in the Lord. You don't need to be one month in the Lord. Verily I say to you, whosoever shall say. So the problem is, if you are dumb, it's in trouble. It's a big problem. Hmm. You have to say it. (laughs) You didn't get what I meant. 
Even if you are deaf and dumb, you can make some noise. It may not be intelligible words, but I'm telling you. No, it's an expression. You don't have to remain calm and quiet and, and polite. How would you be polite if a fox has entered your house, ransacking your kitchen, is going for your baby's leg? You can't be polite. Some of us have problems. You are too decent and gentle. When your house is on fire, you are still trying to show how gentle you are. You better scream out. You better shout for help. But verily I say unto you, whosoever shall say to this mountain. So the reason why Jesus spoke to the tree is, is that he's trying to give us a lesson. How it works. Whosoever shall say to this mountain, be thou removed and be cast into the sea and shall not doubt in his heart, but believe it. But shall believe it that those things which he say, say it, say it, say it. You are saying not doubting and believing. Say you don't doubt but believe. Say don't doubt but believe. Say don't doubt but believe. Some of you, all that we are left with is doctor's report. Doctor say, doctor, you too, what are you saying? <laughs> my doctor said, my doctor said, my doctor said, my doctor said, my boss, my boss said, the government is saying, the court is saying, this one is saying, my wife is saying, my husband said, my mama said, my teacher said. He said, whosoever shall say. So if you don't say, what people are saying is what you get. God has created us to have audacity and authority in our own lives. I'm sharing some serious stuff. If you can change your approach, your results will be fantastic. Amen. Amen. Some people are waiting for a pastor to lay hands. So you shake, you shake, you shake. They think you have received your miracle. It's baby faith. Baby faith. You are waiting for a pastor to pray for you before? Oh, come on. Come on. He said, you can say something about the situation. Say something. Sister, you have stayed too long, not married. Start talking about your marriage. No, no, I'm not saying put you on Facebook. He said you marry me. No, no, that's not what I said. I didn't say that. I didn't say that. I didn't say put on Facebook. I am available. I am available. I am available. I didn't say that. I didn't say that. But what I said is to learn how to address the situation. Sometimes you are by yourself and you begin to speak. I'm going to get married. My marriage will be well. My marriage will be fantastic. My marriage will do well. Speak over your life 
and you look at your elder sisters. Your first, the first one, you are the, you are the, the first. First one is not married. Second one is not married. Third one is not married. Fourth one is not married. And the fourth one married, and, and things are funny. And even the, your, the, the one after you is also not married. Just the one he's living with is somebody's husband. And you know what I'm talking about. And and and. And all you are surrounded by is the neg- negative evidence. And you are just calm, waiting. Listen, if you wait for the new railway to come to your house before you start going out. Even if you have an emergency in your house, the emergency service will not come. Someone must call. Pick your phone, dial 999, then they will come. There are people here, they are saying God has let you down. What have you been saying? And some of us say it because you're just trying to say something, but in your heart you don't believe it. You cancel what you are saying. Put it on the screen. He said, whosoever shall say to this mountain, no, 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 and, and shall not doubt in his heart. If your heart is saying something different from what your lips are saying, it ain't going to work. Whosoever shall say and does not doubt, but believe that this thing I'm saying is going to work. This thing I'm saying. He says that you shall have whatsoever uh, uh, but that is what uh, you're saying is coming. Shall have whatsoever. Whatsoever. Not he think it. Not wish it. Your wishing will not do it. It's your speaking. Okay? You're speaking. You're speaking. You're speaking. You're speaking. In the face of contrary circumstances and contrary evidence, listen, God showed me, he said, tell my people, don't change your confession from what I have said. The guarantee of your future, or the guarantee of uh, the help of God for your life is tied to what he has said, which you are repeating. The guarantee of God's help for your life is tied to what he has said, which you are repeating. In faith. In faith. They can't just go around saying anything at all. No, you say what you found in the word. Sometimes you don't know what to say. When you are reading the Bible, or you come to church, you are reading something, you find out, oh, this is supposed to be me. This can be my testimony. That's good enough for you. Start confessing it. Start confessing it. Don't go confessing it to unbelievers and ask them, what do you think? Don't be telling, some Christians are practical atheists. It's true. Some of us have surrounded ourselves with so-called Christians, but they don't even know what Christianity is about. The only way you get saved is by speaking. He said in Romans chapter 10, verse 6, he speaks about the righteousness of the law. And then he speaks, he says that, but... Verse 5 talks about the righteousness of the law. Look at verse 5. For Moses described the righteousness which is of the law, that the man which doeth these things shall live by them. So now, 
The righteousness that comes by the law of Moses, how do you get it? By doing the things the law is saying, then you get the righteousness. But the righteousness, in other words, having a, a, a good position in life. You know, sometimes you are, you are watching a match or you are at the stadium or somewhere, and there's this, or sometimes in church, you know, someone is sitting in front of you with a big uh, hairdo, and then you can't see. If you are suffering that, you don't, I'm, I'm talking about you. You can't see. <laughs> sometimes you have to, and what is not nice to is, when you move your head, then they also move their head. <laughs> But righteousness gives you a right standing so that you can be in line for that blessing. He says that what makes you righteous before God, okay, what makes you, he says, okay, verse 6 now, he says, but the righteousness which is of faith speaketh on this wise. It doesn't do, it speaks. The righteousness of the Lord does. But you know that when you try to do, you really can't do it. So some of you are trying to do everything to tick so many boxes to look good before God. But it really doesn't work by trying to do. If you want the, 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 the tree to be cursed, don't try to uproot it. You are shaking it. You've gone to buy this special, sophisticated machine that can approach trees. You're wasting money. You can approach it by it to grow again. Yes. But when one Jesus said, no one ate fruit of it again. This is what is called homologia. 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 Now, when you speak God's word, things begin to answer to you. So quickly, let me just run this up quickly. When Jesus said, when, uh, whatsoever you say to the um, mountain and you don't doubt it will happen, in Romans, it says that the righteousness of faith saith, okay? So is that, it said for uh, the righteousness of Romans chapter 10, verse 6, it says that, but the, the righteousness which is of faith speaketh on this wise. And he said, I don't say that who will go and bring him. No, don't say that. But he said, what is it? That uh, who will go down and bring up and bring Christ down and all that. Or bring him from the dead. He said, you don't need all that. Look, verse, verse 8. He says that, but what does it say? The word is near you, even in your mouth. The word for your breakthrough is in your mouth. It's not in anybody's mouth. It's in your mouth. Someone say, the word is in my mouth. Shout it, the word is in my mouth. Shout it again, the word is in my mouth. In the nutshell, if you don't speak God's word, things will not go the way they should go for you. And things, there's no guarantee, guarantee that things are going to get better. The word, he said, is in your mouth. That is the word of faith which we preach, that if you shall believe in your heart and confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and God will, you shall be saved. So you, there must be believing and there must be speaking. That's how it works in life. Jesus saw the tree, cursed the tree, it happened. They, they asked him, Jesus, how did it happen? He said, have faith in God. For anyone whosoever shall say to this mountain, be thou removed and be cast into the sea and does not doubt in his heart, but believe that the things whatsoever he says shall have, he shall have whatsoever you say it. 
So Jesus showed them that this thing works by saying, Genesis chapter 1, and God said, verse 3, you know, remember, remember, Genesis chapter 1, verse 3, then God said, verse 6, then God said, verse 9, then God said, verse 11, then God said, verse 14, then God said, verse 16, then God said, verse 20, then God said, verse 24, then God said, verse 26, then God said, verse 29, then God said, verse 31, and God saw. This world came into existence through speaking. It's a word-activated system we live in. Now, I dare you, when you hear anything you don't want to hear, find what God has said and then speak God's word back to it. Remember, God did not give us his word, watch this, just for our encouragement. He said in Hebrews chapter 13, Verse 5 and 6. He said that let your life be without covetousness. Okay? Hebrews chapter 13 verse 5. Let your life be without covetousness or conversation the same as life. Be without covetousness and be content with such things as ye have. For he has said, I will never leave you nor forsake you. Why? Why did he say that? The next verse. Why did he say that? So that. Why? I don't hear you. Why? said so that you can boldly say it. This is what we call the Greek word for confession is homologia. Homologia logos is word. Okay, logos is word. That's where we get the word logic or biology. Theology. Zoology. is steady. Okay, reason why things behave like this. So, well, in the beginning was the word. In the beginning was the logos. And so, log, 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 logic and logos are from the same root word, which, it, which means word, reason. Okay, now, homologia means same speaking, same word. Homologia means sp- same word. So, you speak what God has said so that you can have what God has said. But when God says, and you don't say it, it doesn't happen. And so the the lady quoted Ezekiel 37. He says that, and the Lord told me, can these bones live? I said, Lord, you know. He said, prophesy to the bones. And then I prophesied. So when you speak, listen, don't don't allow the teachers of your children to be telling you, your child can't do well. Do you understand what I'm saying? They will say it. But you two, look at them and tell them. He will do well. That's it. My child will do well. And when they are going to school, tell them you do well. Don't tell that, no, you naughty boy. Stop that kind of language. Stop that kind of language. Stop it. You are destroying his future. Because the word you are speaking is what you get. You shall have whatsoever you say. Some of you have, you have, you have, you have killed people with your, your words. You have killed your wife with your words. Now, what kind of woman are you? 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 And now you are complaining that God, this woman is a devil. You have made a devil out of her. You are the the chief devil maker. (laughs) Yes, you you own a factory, devil factory. Are you getting what I'm saying? Please, parents, wives, Husbands, some of you wives have insulted the man out of your husband. Oh, I thought I would hear someone clapping. 
<laughs> yes. Hallelujah. Please don't say that. Don't say it. Sometimes you will feel it. Most of you are ruining your destinies with your feelings because you are saying things based on your feelings. But you don't have to say things based on your feelings. If you know, if you, the, the older you grow, you know you don't say anything based on how you feel because you will lose a job. You will lose elections. You will lose friendship. If you say, because your, your friends map things, you can't be saying that. Your boss, your boss, the interview, the guy is, is maps things. You, but you can't say it. You can just it's okay. Just collect your job and go. <laughs> Don't say things because of because you feel it. Say things because this is what you expect. I dare you, please. I beg you. We live in United Kingdom. We live in London. And some of us, even if your child is in a private school, you must speak his future into him. Speak it. Don't leave it for the teachers. Don't leave it for. Disney Junior. That thing is a senior. It's not a junior, I'm telling you. Don't leave things the way they are. Speak what must be. Speak God's word. Speak God's word over your health, over your business, over your marriage, over your children, over your documents, over that case. Speak God's word. not permit me. I would have shown you how people spoke the word and things changed. Even the testimonies we hear. They said, I heard and I decided to declare what pastor is saying. I said, declare. And things are happening. What are you waiting for? You to start speaking. Pastor, I don't know what to say. Go to the, the seed bag. There's a lot of seeds inside. This is a seed bag. Get a word that you know this one is mine. And begin to if it's only one word, don't worry. Just keep speaking it. Just keep speaking it. People must know you for what you say. They must know you for this. They know as when they come and tell you that things are not working, you will tell them, that my Lord, but God shall supply all my needs. Some of them will write to you, as you every time, God, and before their eyes, they will see God supplying all your needs. They will see God supplying all your needs. I, I stand here as a prophet of God, and I also speak over your life. I prophesy over your marriage. I release a miracle. I release your blessing. I release your marriage. I release your healing. I release your joy. I release power. I release favor. I release favor. I release favor. I release healing. I release healing. Now. Now. In the mighty name of Jesus. So shall it be. So shall it be. So shall it be. For a minute, I want you to lift up your right hand. Begin to confess God's word over anything that is bothering you. Anything that is bothering you, begin to speak God's word. Speak God's word over your health. Speak God's word over your healing. Speak God's word over your job. Speak God's word over your finances. Speak God's word over your children. Speak God's word over your relationship. Speak God's word. Come on, somebody speak God's word. Speak God's word that I am healed. Speak God's word, I am well. Speak God's word, it is well with me. Speak God's word. Speak God's word. Speak God's word. My children will do well. My business will do well. I'll do well in my, my studies. I'll do well in my academics. Ah, this court case will end in my favor. I speak the word. I speak the word. I'm starting my business. <laughs> 
my ministry. I will do God's work. I am free from addiction. I am free from addiction. I'm free from addiction. I'm free from suicidal tendencies. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. I stand here as God's prophet. And I declare for your life. As you have said. So shall it be. So shall it be. So shall it be. So shall it be. Those whose amen will be louder. I said so shall it be for you. declare your breakthrough. I declare healing. Things are changing for you. Right from this morning. Right from this afternoon. I declare you are a free man. You are a free woman. Your marriage will not end in divorce. Your children will do well. You will buy your house. You will serve the Lord. You will excel in business. In the name of Jesus, I declare over your life Things are working for you. In the name of Jesus. If you believe it, shout at Andros. Amen. Please be seated. Be seated. If you are not saved, you are not safe. Because life is dangerous. Life is not under your command. I don't see why I should end this service without giving you an opportunity to say, Yes, Lord. Pastor, pray with me because I want to have this bread. It means I want to put all my confidence in him, all my hope in him. I want to give my life to Jesus. If that is your genuine desire, just lift up your hand and say this after me. Say it genuinely from your heart. Say, Lord Jesus, I know I'm a sinner. I've sinned against you. I ask you to forgive my sins. Wash me with your blood. Thank you, Lord, for dying on the cross to save me. From today, I will serve you. I believe in you. I put all my hope in you. I put my faith in you as my Lord and personal Savior. I receive you into my life. I make a vow with you that I will serve you all the days of my life. Satan, get behind me. I don't belong to you. I belong to Jesus. Thank you, Lord, for saving me in Jesus' name. Father, I thank you. Your word says that you know your sheep and your sheep know your voice. No one can come to you except your father brings him. I pray that let your grace be upon them. Help them to be strong. I pray that the grace of God will come upon you. The power of the Holy Spirit will come upon you and help you to be a strong Christian. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. Thank you for listening. For more resources, please visit caris.org or call us on 0207-740-9960. God bless you.